what in the world are you doing? I'm playing video games. What do you think? What's it look like? It doesn't look like a video game. It's absolutely, it's a video game. I mean, it's it's hard. This is a video game. Look at the graphics. Yeah, I don't know if you'd call those graphics. What system is this? Atari, I think, or something. It's got two paddles and a ball going back and forth. I'm telling you, this is harder than any of those games that you play. The games you got got a million buttons, and this is harder. Yeah, so I think I think I'm ready for this. Pull up a chair. All right, here here it goes. Now you got your paddle. It moves up and down. You see? Okay, you ready? Here we go. So many options. All right, let's go. Ah, you're beating me already. Already? Come on, bring it on. Come on, put some fire to it. Nah, just like Chalupa, I have to let you win a couple. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here it goes. Here, catch this one. Put a little fire on it. Come on, send one back to me. Go. All right, here you go. <laughs> What? That was that. That was lame. Watch this. I'll angle it off the top. So what do you think about it now? Alright, you win, Boomer. Let's play Doom. This is Ken. Hey, this is Cal. And we are Not, Not At Us. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's been a while, hasn't it, Cal? Yeah, it's been crazy long while is this only the second time we've gotten together since covid19 third third okay third and eight months this is this is our third We're averaging once every seven <laughs> weeks not bad we yeah keep them on the edge of their seats you know it we've had uh two beer ones beers that you hate beers i hate okay. since, during covid okay yeah i remember being up in the garage but you know i think this is good mm -hmm. timing because today's episode is going to be about video games and I know you've been out of video games for quite a while, but the current trend in video games is delays and delaying out everything and making everybody wait longer. <laughs> so so maybe this was planned. Oh, What makes you think I wasn't playing video games last night? Fair enough. I don't believe you were, though. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was, we played Payday, a board game. Oh, okay. And got my ass handed to me in that, too. Shame, shame, <laughs> shame. Hey, it's better than Monopoly. Nobody wins when you're playing Monopoly. Well, when you kick the board and tip it over and walk away. Yeah. Nobody in my household plays Monopoly with me anymore. I, I taught <laughs> Beazle some valuable life lessons in Monopoly. Because you can't go easy on the little ones. So No, no, don't let them win. So, with this episode of video games, do you let your kids win? Uh, You know, sometimes. Um, I feel like I have to a little bit to keep them engaged. But I don't let them win all the time. Like, uh, play like a fighting game and I'll let him have it for a few rounds. And then, so he quits crying. I'll let him take me down once or twice. But you know, as time goes, it's getting less and less necessary for me to let him win. He can kind of hold his own in some of them and <laughs> then it makes me want to quit. Well, he is 32. <laughs> okay. Quite. Maybe he's not five. I believe going to be six. He's going to be six, six in the summer. Yeah. He five, five right now. now. Right. He games like he's a teenager. Yep. Though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sent me a video saying, I'm a gamer. That's what I do. That's what he does. <laughs> I'm raising him right. Before I start talking real old stuff, anything new out there on the video horizon? Yeah, anything it's new? been an exciting month uh, for video games. We got two new console launches, kind of, kind of launches, if you want to call them that. PlayStation 5 came out and the Xbox Series came out. And then just uh, two days ago, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 came out, which is um, a new video game that's been like the, the hype game for years and years and years now. It actually got announced about seven years ago and kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. 
and it finally came out on Thursday, um, and they should have delayed it more. <laughs> it's had some issues. Oh, really? Seven years and it had some issues? The game has been delayed over and over and over again. I don't remember when it was originally supposed to come out. Just recently, it got delayed another month after going gold, which after a game goes gold, that means that it's ready for production. That Okay, we can print the discs, it's ready to go. So it's super, super rare for a game to go gold and then get delayed again. But that happened, and it got delayed another month. <laughs> and um, so it came out finally Thursday. It became a joke in the video game industry. Like, when is this game ever going to come out? And it's not ready. Lots of glitches, lots of bugs. It's launched as an Xbox One PS4 game, um, which is now the last generation. But it's a game for that console, so it should run good, right? But then on the newer consoles, PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series, it should just run better at that point. But what it's seeming like is on like the PS5, it's running at baseline. And on the old, like the Xbox One, PS4, it's running like garbage, crashing. It's barely playable. So it's going to be a problem for this gaming company. Their stock <laughs> on launch day dropped 29% as a company. And this was supposed to be like the biggest game of years. But that's another trend in video games lately is people or companies launching video games that aren't done. Because with everything internet-based and updates and patches, companies can release a game that's garbage. And then a year later, through patches, it can be an amazing, incredible game which is good and bad for the industry. And it's good because you get to play a new game, but it's bad if that game ends up being garbage for the first year, <laughs> and then a year later it's decent. An example of that is there's a, a ser- game series called Fallout, which has been huge for years, and they just released, well, not just, I think it's probably two years ago now, they released an online version of the game called Fallout 76. And when it came out, trash. Like I've been a huge fan of the franchise for years and years and years, but... I couldn't put any time into this game. And at this point, a year and a half later, from what I'm hearing, it's playable and it's fun. And it's what it should have been a year and a half ago. Hmm. So it's led to these game companies putting out half-cooked versions of games and then fixing it on the fly. It's kind of like, imagine you buy a boat that's full of holes and they're like, all right, I'll come back next month and patch up that hole for you. And it's just doing Hmm. that to where a year later you might have a fantastic game. So how are we doing this? Are we going to go through a timeline? Are you going to start out talking about your video games and we'll get into the future we will i was gonna ask you a couple questions about the new stuff though uh do you have the ps5 yeah i um i have a ps5 i only had to kill three people to get it rob four liquor stores and then a walmart but i finally got my hands on one as you know this launch window for this playstation 5 and the new xbox has just been a a debacle it's just a mess um console launches if you go back to PlayStation 2, ever since PlayStation 2, have just been a mess. If you want a console on the day it comes out, you're fighting for it. Um, it's hard. But up until this launch, if you wanted a console bad enough, you go wait in line the night before and get your hands on one. That's how I got Xbox 360. Oh, you stood well, in line? Somebody, somebody stood in line for an Xbox 360. I have the best wife in the world. She wasn't my wife at the time, but I had to work all day the night before the launch. So she went and stood inside a Walmart for about 12 hours, wait, holding line, holding the line for me. And then when I got out of work, I went and joined the line to finally, at the midnight release, get the Xbox 360. But that's how it was. Before, if you wanted a game system bad enough, if you were ready to put the time into it, you could make it happen for a launch. 
This one with COVID-19, the game companies did not want that to happen. They didn't want people to wait in lines. They didn't want people to rush a Best Buy and risk safety. So they decided to do complete online launches, which just became a disaster starting from the announcement of like the playstation 5 they said they were going to take pre-orders online pre-orders and they didn't say a time that that was going to happen they announced the system they promised that when the pre-orders happened you'd have plenty of time to line that pre-order up and then randomly at like six o'clock one night everything went live. So if you weren't in a GameStop when that happened, you couldn't get a pre-order. So then what it turned into is online queues and refreshing websites to try to get your hands on one. From there, it even became a mess. Websites crashing. You had a big part in this. You were helping me every, what weeks, I'd send you a text message and be like, all right, 12 o'clock, walmart.com, they're going to have them, so let's get ready. And then the website crashed. You get it in your cart, and then you still don't get it. It was a mess. It was crazy, it was I'm just saying. I had my computer up. I had two running. My wife had one. You had, how many was you I guys running? I had an iPad household? going. I had my phone. Teresa had her phone. And this was multiple times of refreshing, waiting, reloading, and then just getting pissed off. Like, it wasn't happening. And eventually, <laughs> I did get lucky. Another one of those nights that, the night that I got lucky, I was on it. Teresa was on it. You were on it. I actually had one of my coworkers who had already got one, but he was on there trying to get me one. And that was the night it finally happened. What's crazy is that was online, so I had to wait for it to get shipped. And then the day it was getting shipped, I was able to actually get another one online. So I was able to get two in the same day. And then the other big thing about this launch is scalpers. I think people are ready to murder scalpers right now because you can get a PS5 today if you want, but you're going to pay twice, three times what the retail is. So I got two of those and I was able to help out another friend and give him one of them at retail price. I didn't didn't profit off of them, but I was able to make <laughs> his day with that. But I'm sure you haven't stayed close to it all, all since you and I have quit talking about it, but it's not gotten any better. Like There's still people doing what we've been doing and still with no luck. So you have people out there that have been diligent, doing the right things, trying to make it happen. And then they just don't have a PlayStation which is crazy to me. Yeah, you you did have to sell that to your buddy there at retail prices just to change karma in the world. You yeah. Can we talk about karma and Xbox yeah, 360? Yeah, so I think I'm a pretty <laughs> decent guy, but I've also grown up a lot. When uh, I got that Xbox 360, this might lose us some fans. I know we've got about three of them out there, so they might be divided on this. But Three. Um, All yeah. in India. So at the Xbox 360 launch, I got it. And then I thought I would try to be funny, and it ended up being funny for me and sad, but it worked. I put an Xbox 360 box up on eBay, and it sold for $500, the cardboard box. <laughs> okay, but let, let's let's back up, because that makes it sound bad. You was not trying to fake sell a 360. You obviously said it was the box. If you read the description, I did not pull... I pulled one over on somebody, but it was kind of like if they would have read anything, it wouldn't have. It, I wasn't sneaky about it. I'll say that. Like I was very upfront on what it was, but at the same time, I didn't think anybody would click buy it, and they did. So, unfortunately, that guy did <laughs> learn a life lesson, and I uh, my karma. You're still making it sound my bad. karma scale. My karma scale tilted a little bit that day. Um, so with the PS5 launch, I, I feel like I kind of redeemed myself and helped somebody get a, a legit PS5 at, at price. 
Okay. I got to get our three fans back. I got to talk a little bit more. Being your father, I got to say, first, you didn't try to pull one over on anybody, and you tried to let the guy out of it. You was in contact with eBay, and they said he was oh, being a jerk. Oh, yeah, This yeah. is a story you told me. I forgot no. <laughs> about it. I mean, you got to remember, Xbox 360 at this point was, man, 2005. So this is 15 years ago. Oh, that's a lot of brain cells yeah, ago. and I already don't have the best memory. So, yeah, when I put it up there, like I said, I didn't expect it to sell. These days, you see crap like that happen all the time. So it doesn't surprise me. And that's going on with the PlayStation 5 right now. People are selling photos of the PlayStation 5, and it's going. So... <laughs> but back then, that wasn't a thing, and I was just putting it up. I didn't think anything would happen. Trust me, I needed the 500 bucks at the time, so I didn't click cancel. But I wasn't being a jerk about it, And but from the time it sold to the time I even realized it sold, I had started getting threatening emails from this guy, and he went off the deep end, which, I mean, can you blame him? <laughs> No, but eBay is the one that said, go ahead and sell it to him because yeah. he was being a jerk. You called me and I said, well, you're the one that has to sleep at night. Do you remember what your response was? I can only imagine. You can sleep pretty good with a $500 pill. Yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> but you know. All right. I didn't get any fans back. No, I was no. trying. Ultimately, jerk move. It was a jerk move. But again, 15 <laughs> years ago, I was what, 20, 20, 19. Stupid kids do stupid things. But I would like to say I redeemed myself on the PlayStation 5. Now, don't search my username on eBay. I mean, unless you want a nice cardboard <laughs> box, you might be able to find one. Yeah. Or a photo. Or a photo, yeah. Okay. You're looking a little more guilty than you did 15 years ago on I mean, that. I sold a cardboard box for 500 bucks. You can't not look guilty. Yeah, but, but your story to me back then... I was feeling bad for you. It had a whole lot. And, and I want to let him out of it. And eBay's telling me not to because he's being a jerk. And all Oh, I don't think I said I, that. I'm getting there. I didn't ever want the guy out of it. I just didn't expect it to sell. And like I said, from the time it sold right. to the time I realized it sold, I was getting death threats and threatening emails. So I hope he still has that box. Oh, I'm sure he birthed that <laughs> son of a gun. Okay, let's talk about some of my stuff because I'm old. I'm an old boomer. Let's talk about when I was young, probably, I'm trying to think how old I was, 12, preteen. Okay. I could look it up, but it don't matter. Atari came out with a game. Okay. It was Pong. Now, are you talking about the arcade or home console? Home console. This is before arcade games. I have a year ready to go if you want to see it. So the Atari came out in 1977 as a home console. I was 14. 14. So teen, not preteen. I was a teen. Yep. That's 14. So did you have an Atari? Yes, I did. So on that note, we'll talk about prices a little bit, a little more in a little bit, but do you remember how much an Atari cost when it came out? I have no idea. I'm sure I wasn't the one footing the bill. Well, at launch, an Atari cost $200. Whoa. Whoa. Well, listen to this. $200 with inflation was $796. So an hmm. Atari at launch, when you got it, 1977 was worth $800. I never want to hear about how I was a spoiled kid again. You was a spoiled <laughs> kid. <laughs> the graphics are great. Um, the interaction, the amount of buttons, everything. Would you have a knob and a button? Nope, just a knob. No button. Oh, man. No buttons. Okay. Just a knob. Each person would turn the knob and move a paddle back and forth. So there was tennis. There was tennis for two. There was hockey. Okay. That just added another paddle for you. I mean, that was great. But then from there came out video games at the bowling alley. Okay. There wasn't arcades. 
the first one that I remember was Space Invaders. Okay. It's probably still out there somewhere. Oh yeah. All these all these games that you've played, they're still doing remakes and updates. The thing the di- difference is now any of these games you're naming, you can open up your phone and download them and they still are yeah. a thousand times more. But yeah, I've played all those games. That one had I don't know if it was a rollerball or just a knob and then a button, but we had sat there for hours at the bowling alley, and I was a teenager then. I was driving hours putting quarters into that, and I had one friend that was really, really good at it. The games I really liked was Asteroids. Okay. Played that. Makes the same sound that, yeah, makes the same sound that your son does when he's playing guns. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Yeah, <laughs> and I was, I was pretty good at Asteroids. Okay. And then Galaga, I think it was called Galaga, yep. made that same noise. And you were a spaceship, and spaceships were flying at you, and you move back and forth and shoot them. Then they come two at a time, and you're just... And the whole thing was rhythm. You had to have the rhythm when you hit that button. Learn the rhythm to be able to shoot. You couldn't just pop, 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 pop it. You had to have a ry- rhythm. I don't know if that still follows suit. It makes sense, because I've never been good at those games. And whenever I'm playing them, I'm definitely just hitting the joystick and hitting the button. No rhythm at all. From there, they came out of the uh, bowling alleys and actually had video arcades, okay. big ones. That was that was your Saturday night. Do they still have them or not? They exist. Uh, I don't know the current state with COVID, but pre-COVID, I mean, there are arcades. They're few and far between. It's not like it used to be, I don't think. like um, If you remember, even when we lived in Flint, once I was a teenager, there was that... Um, there's an arcade right up there in the plaza, um, in that Fenton Road Plaza. Oh, yeah. And I spent a lot of time there. Um, they they were actually really cool. They would do lock-ins. I don't know if you remember that, but you'd pay like I do remember 10 that. bucks, and me and my buddies would go and spend 10 bucks, and then you were in there for the entire night, and all the games were set on free play. So your $10 got you as many, the whole night's worth of arcade games. So when I was younger, arcades were definitely still around everywhere. Every mall had one. Every town, every city had a little arcade. I think they've gone extinct for the most part. Now you'll see them in like bigger malls. Like you, you'll see like Dave and Buster's type things. Have you ever been to a Dave and Buster's? Do you know what that is? I've taken you to there. Okay. So there's things like that. So it's, it's turned more into like a big event out more than just, hey, there's one up on the corner that you can hit. Which is sad. When they was opening up all over the place, uh, and as in a band, we would actually play for the opening of arcades. Really? And how we'd get paid is with a lock-in. The guy would open up the games, and we'd stay in there all night long. They weren't huge ones, but they probably had 20 games. That's awesome. And we'd just stay in there all night long and uh, drink some of those beers that is on our other episode. So that's kind of cool. That is cool. Well, on that note, they... One thing that has been popping up here and there, and I've been seeing them get more popular, are barcades. They they opened one up in Flint. I haven't been there yet. But from what I understand, it's classic arcade games in a bar setting. So you go have some drinks, play some arcade, arcade games. I think, I think they're trying to come back, but I don't think you will ever be successful just opening an arcade. I think you have to have... It's got to be a scene, right? You have to be able to have drinks. It has to be an event, not... All right, let's just go play some video games for couple hours because back when arcades were big you wanted to go to the arcade to play games that you couldn't play at home i remember growing up when i'd go to an arcade the arcade quality games were just better than what you could play at home hands down oh yeah way better. way better and you can't get that now arcade games are dumbed down compared to console games at this point a lot of a lot of times you'll go to arcade games or arcades now and you'll see arcade games that 
mirror cell phone games like uh, Bejeweled or Doodle Jump. Like it's just it's not what it used to be, and I think that's probably was their downfall. And I still enjoy going in there with the grandkids. Uh, last year, that's what we got them for Christmas yep. was money to go to the arcade up here. But what was nice is there's a bar right there too. So uh, you and I and uh, we all took turns going down playing games with the kids while one drink. Yeah. You know, that's how it's done now. Let me name a couple of other games. Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man. I was never any good at that. Never any good at me it. Me neither. But other ones that I liked. I liked Defender. Do you remember Defender? Uh, is that the one with the knight on the ostrich? No, that's Joust. That's Oh, I forgot about yeah. Joust. But yeah, I remember that too. I don't know Defender. Um, Defender, and you've had it on your games because I've played it on your games too. But you're moving a rocket ship and you can flip it backwards real quick and shoot back behind you and forward and up and down. It's one of them, your rocket ship up and down. That sounds familiar. Stargate. I really enjoyed Stargate. And again, rocket ship. Everything is around rocket ships, isn't it? Yeah. And there was rings around your rocket ship and you shooting out through those. And and I, I that was fun. Never played that. Uh, Donkey Kong. See, and this is a big one that I've played the Donkey Kong you're talking about a couple times. Never put a lot of time into it, but... Donkey Kong for you growing up is completely different than the Donkey Kong that I had growing up or completely different than what Chalupa plays. So what's what's different? Just more more involved? Well, it's a whole different character at this point now. So you're Donkey Kong, you know, you had the different levels and you were trying. Yep. Do you remember who the character was in your Donkey Kong? Was it one of the Mario yeah, guys? Yeah, Mario. That was his first game yeah. um, was Donkey okay. Kong. I believe it was his first game. Don't fact check me. But um, you're bouncing up to the top, trying to save the princess and hit Donkey Kong or whatever, right? Now, and for years and years and years, ever since like Super Nintendo, they've had Donkey Kong Country, that it's a side-scroller game. Like, it's kind of like a Mario game. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. People are fact-checking you. Uh, my phone's going off. Yeah. Was I wrong? Was that not Mario's uh, first game? I, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Centipede. Okay. Did you ever play I Centipede? I did play Centipede. Not the movie. Isn't there a movie, Centipede? Some uh, god-awful movie? Oh, Human Centipede. I'm cutting that right out. Human Centipede. <laughs> Human Centipede. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to watch that. But then there was Outrun racing games. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Loved racing games. Sat down in the car seat and steering wheel on a gas pedal. Some of them had a shifter. Outrun still exists. It's made by really? Sega, I believe. So there are two different types of racing games. I, I, well, I guess there are probably multiple different types of racing games, but there's... Racing games that they call arcade racers, like OutRun, where you can get in and hit the gas mm-hmm. pedal, and then there's like the simulation racing games. But I think that's one of the more popular arcade racers still. Well, then it went from arcade games to PC games. Console games before a computer. Yeah. Home console games before computers. Yeah. And what was your first system? My first console was the original Nintendo Entertainment Center, NES. The old gray square okay. box that came with Mario and Duck Hunt and Light Gun. Which I didn't realize. I knew it was a little bit older than me. but So I was born in 1986. I believe that Nintendo Entertainment System and that first Mario Brothers came out in 83. So it was three years wow. old before I was even born. So probably by the time hmm. I got it, it was probably a six-year-old console. I had... One that you'd have to blow into the cartridges, which was still a thing when you yeah. had a video game. You have to blow into them, shim them, and everything. That was Atari, wasn't it? That was Nintendo. Nintendo, um, the original Nintendo. Yeah, we always had to blow in them, use alcohol swabs to get them clean. Oh, yeah. They were finicky. Or do you remember how on some of them you'd have to put in the cartridge 
and then hold the cartridge down and jam something above the cartridge to hold it in the right spot ah. to be able to play a game. Yeah. But what is sad is those kinds of methods to get these things to work still exist. Like we'll get into it when we start talking about f- future consoles, but you still have to do nonsense like that on some of them. It's nuts. Wow. Do you still have to use alcohol swabs? No, because everything's disc-based or digital at this point. Okay, so what do you do with the alcohol now? Well, you know, see see beers my dad hates. <laughs> some of those games that you had, that you and I played, I've wrote down some of these, and let's see, but you and I, we, we spent a lot of time gaming. Yeah. Dr. Mario? Yep. That was fun with the pills. I love Dr. Mario. That's still, I play it a lot now, still. It's on uh, the new Nintendo, the Switch. The Nintendo Switch has but a lot of the classics on there, and that's one of them. And I play that quite a bit. Love that game. You played a lot of Mario, and that was on the Nintendo 64, right? No, no, that's still regular Nintendo. The original Mario and then Mario 3 is what we played a lot. There was one that we could get a magazine, but you would read through the magazine. Yeah, that was Mario 3. Remember, um, there were puzzles where you'd, like, mini games that you'd have to flip over cards and get matches. And I remember you drew out all the cards and the matches. So, like, when we'd play through it, we knew where all the matches were. And you made maps of the game. (laughs) Um, That was Mario 3. And then okay, that was fun. Other big games we played on Nintendo were um, Mario 3, Mega Man 2. Oh, Mega Man. I forgot. I don't have that written down. Enjoyed that. Yeah, you played a lot of Mega Man 2, which I don't. that was a hard game. I've even gone back and played it as an adult, and all those Mega Man games are really hard. And then I remember Ninja Turtles a lot on the Nintendo, because that was... Got that on my list. Yep. That was a one that I remember being so excited about as a kid, because... It was Ninja Turtles 2. That was one of the big arcade games. And I don't know if you remember this, but that game was sponsored by Pizza Hut. And at the time it came out (laughs) in arcades, any Pizza Hut you went to had the arcade version of that game. So everybody knew it from Pizza Hut, and then they finally put it on Nintendo. And that's we played the hell out of that. Gotcha. Yeah, that was just a button and a jump. Hit the button over and over and over. Two buttons. Yeah. I don't know if it really mattered. Was there really moves that you could do that would help you win or just who hit the button the most? I couldn't tell. No, that wasn't a a versus game. That was you play together and like go through levels. What was the game where you fight against each other? There definitely were Ninja Turtle fighting games that have come out, but the ones I'm talking about were like the side scrollers where you beat up the the Foot Clan and got pizzas. Yeah, I'm remembering a game. Was it a boxing game maybe or something? Probably. They had a Could be. big Could uh, be. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out was huge on Nintendo. I think there's strategy in that. I think there might be people that get mad at you if you said there weren't wasn't strategy to it. One more great one I loved, Kid Chameleon. So that was actually Sega Genesis. So going okay. to the timeline, we started with you and Atari, then got that Nintendo, and then my next big system was Sega Genesis. And back then, I don't know if you remember this, because this isn't how things work now but do you remember all the video game consoles would come with a free game yeah so nintendo came with mario and duck hunt and then when we got sega it came with sonic the hedgehog and that's kind of how these systems and companies got their big mascots because everybody knew sonic the hedgehog because everybody had that freaking game if you had a sega you had sonic yep and i never really played sonic much duck hunt heck yeah yeah i know you played it a lot i i just didn't play that one much sonic was good and that is what led us into kid chameleon yeah, I loved Kid Chameleon. He put on that spiky helmet and different things like that. Yeah, that was a that's again, that's still one of those games that I'll go back to 
now with like emulators and stuff so then when it went to consoles it went to pc games which was funny because to play a pc game you would have to put the disc in a cd in because i mean a computer only held as much as what was on a disc you know and you'd have to put discs in or floppy discs actually because my first game zach mccracken which was a puzzle solving very basic but very intense puzzle solving game that was before we had a pc i'd go over to my sister's yeah play it and play it for hours and hours finally solved the game and she brought me out a t-shirt yeah she'd had a t-shirt she knew i was gonna solve that thing that's awesome how old were you then so that was probably like 1990 91 92 somewhere in there yeah probably okay and then Queen's Quest, which I did change, because in my notes I had it as King's Quest. Oh, and then I think I just said King's Quest. That's how bad my memory is. You inceptioned me on King's Quest. I think you might have said Queen's... Now I don't remember if it's King's Quest or Queen's Quest. I don't know. Now I'm completely confused, and I'm not going to go back until we edit. <laughs> not worried about it. So I got a couple questions. Console games versus PC games. Was it better? You played a lot on the PC, because got you a PC for Christmas... Well, the family. Well, there are diehards on either side of the line. If we divided those three up already, you might divide the last one and a half up on this one. <laughs> Everybody's got their their fan bases. And we have what's called the PC Master Race, where it's all they care about, PC. Everything's got to be PC, and they're, they'll die on the sword saying PC's the best. And then you have console gamers. And I think the difference is, especially these days, PCs are always evolving, right? Like... I don't have to wait for a new PC2 to come out. I just add more RAM to it to get it better and new video card. And it's always evolving. So because of that, I'm a console gamer. But I'll say that typically PC is a better place to play video games. Because that's where you can get the better the better resolutions, the better videos. Typically games just, you can max them out on PC where you can't on console. So a lot of people look at a console as a, the dumbed down version of stuff. But for me, accessibility, I've always been a console gamer. I think it's just been easier. You remember Funko Land, which is now GameStop, but we always had Funko (laughs) Land where I I wasn't just getting a brand new video game every week. So I had to be able to go in and trade in a video game that I was done with to be able to get the next one. And you couldn't do that with PC. If you bought a PC game, you had that PC game. That was yours forever. Um, And then on top of that, PC was one of those things that, I mean, you can build a top-of-the-line PC and then... The next year, it's not top of the line anymore where you can buy a new PlayStation and you know that's going to be the next or the best PlayStation for the next seven years, probably. So, no matter what yeah. game they put out, you're going to be good. I feel like personally with PC, you're always hunting down to try to stay on top. And just because you have the best PC this week, next month a game might come out that you can't play, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I definitely want somebody to listen to this that was asking why you don't just have a beefed up PC as much as that you like games. Oh, I do. Um, and I said that you do, but I knew See, you as a council. You gamer. win if you play both sides of the field. You can't lose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'd also like people to uh, go ahead and drop us an email at notatodds at uh, gmail.com. I'd like to hear people's opinions. Yeah. Well, I think it's all accessibility, you know. Um, I know before I, ha- I had kids, I did play more PC games because I have time to go lock myself in an office. Um, and I don't have that time now where... If I can just lay on the couch and flip on an Xbox for 20 minutes, I can play a game for a little bit, where PC is a little bit harder to do that, I think. I think PC honestly gets me a little more secluded, even. Because, again, if I'm playing a PC game, I'm locked up in my office, 
where even if I can find some time to play a video game downstairs, I'm still in the living room, the family's still around, like I'm not just locked in a room somewhere, gone. So for me, it's accessibility, to be honest. And that's kind of what it's always been. Yeah, I think probably part of it when you was a kid playing PC games as opposed to console games was trying to get me off the PC. Exactly. (laughs) Once I got the computer for everybody, I really enjoyed it. Again, accessibility. I'd lock myself in my room on the computer. You'd lock yourself in your room. We didn't have to interact. You'd come up, get in the fridge. You know, I mean, that's that's how life was at that time. The good old days. (laughs) The good old days, definitely. So what's happening as far as more games from then on? Because I actually, at that point, stopped. You kind of checked out of video games at that point. I, I checked out. I've borrowed yours once. Yep. I don't know if I was sick or was it... I think, was it when you got your knee replaced? I think so. Yeah. I brought you... Well, even then, I brought you an old one. Then... Kid Chameleon. Yeah, I brought you my original <laughs> Xbox, my OG Xbox. Um, and at that point, yeah. it was on Xbox One, which is actually Xbox... Would be like the third Xbox, basically. But, um, yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about the Xbox in a minute. But, yeah, at that point, you kind of got out of the video gaming. And that's probably when I got into it most. And... Honestly, that's when video games got the most exciting. And in a little bit, I'll show you some pictures to hopefully wow you. But ever since you kind of got out of video games, it's when they've exploded and really made a lot of progress. Right around the time that we got that first computer, that's when the original PlayStation came out. Um, And that was the big at-home console. And a little side note about the PlayStation, you know, I was talking about the old Nintendo, how you'd have to really mess with those games to get them to work. That original PlayStation was the same way. I remember you'd have to flip it upside down on its lid to get it to read games, and it was just kind of a mess. But that that's when video games kind of really blew up uh, in popularity, I feel like. And then from there, it went PlayStation. Uh, Sega put out a new system, which was the Sega Saturn, which completely bombed in comparison. After that was the PlayStation 2. And then at the same time PlayStation 2 came out, that's when the original Xbox came out. That's the one that I let you borrow that literally had a big X on it. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the direction I veered in video game-wise. I've always kind of been an Xbox guy ever since those came out. And that's actually made by Microsoft. And that was kind of always the closest thing to computer gaming in my eyes. Because a lot of the Xbox heavy hitters were the first-person shooters. And that's kind of what the big thing on PC was, to me anyways. That's when like Halo came out and like those big heavy hitters. So I spent some time on Xbox, and that is when I actually got into modding consoles also. That's why if anybody listening... I was going to bring that up. Yeah, so when you said he brought me his Xbox to play Kid Chameleon on, Kid Chameleon was never on Xbox. Kid Chameleon was on my Xbox. Um, that, that's when I got into modding, and I had the Xbox decked out like I... um had a hard drive installed into it, which now is common, but in the old days, video game consoles didn't have hard drives in them, but I had a hard drive installed on it to where I would uh, just go and rent an Xbox game and pop it in the console, and it'd just make a complete copy of it onto the hard drive. Perfectly legal. Perfectly legal. Statue of limitations, right? Nobody can come after me at this point. Yeah, I was going to bring it up. That's how you supported yourself. That's how you got your gas money and money to go out and eat. That's kind of how you supported your self in high school well i mean i had a job (laughs) that's how i supplemented my income in high school yes yes yeah (laughs) so then from xbox and that's where it turned into the xbox 360 and again when we're talking about flipping consoles over and blowing into uh cartridges 
Xbox 360 had what they called the red ring of death, where um, the things would overheat <laughs> so bad that the solder points would get loose. So you'd have to open them up to resolder them, or you would you'd see people wrapping the consoles in towels to intentionally heat them up so bad that the solder would remelt into the right spot. Um, that was a big thing, and that's another way I made money. I got. Do you remember that where I got into a uh, yeah. a situation where I would start buying these broken Xboxes, uh, Xbox 360s, cracking them open, resoldering them, get them going again, and then sell them. And then from there, we went on to the Xbox One, and that was in unison with PlayStation 3. And then, no, Xbox One was in unison with PlayStation 4. And then now we're up to PlayStation 5 and then the Xbox Series. Microsoft's horrible with names. They, it gets super confusing. Yeah. <laughs> well, all that soldering and everything, you know, they gave you your life experience for what you do for a job now. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, no, nothing. <laughs> it didn't help me at all. But yeah, and that kind of takes me to now, where now it's PlayStation 5. I got my gaming computer, which honestly, don't use a gaming computer a lot other than for VR, which I figured we could talk about that a little bit because that's a whole nother world of itself at this point. Oh, yeah. Have at it because I've played it one time where you put on the goggles and oh my goodness that is just that's crazy stuff that is crazy well even the one that i had you play was the playstation vr which is kind of it's bottom of the barrel vr it's kind of um, dumbed down but vr on pc is a whole nother beast and when vr first came out even when you played it a lot of the games were kind of like tech demos right like you could do this in this vr game you can shoot a gun and in this vr game you can walk and in this vr game you can fly now they're to the point where they're putting all these things together and having full out VR games, which is just mind blowing. It really makes me wonder, like so far on our timeline, we started in 1977, right? So we're 43 years in, which in the grand scheme of things, isn't a crazy amount of time when we're talking about going from Pong to VR to think about what Chalupa is going to be playing when I'm your age. It's just mind-bending to think about. So I, I have some pictures. Um, anybody that's listening that cares about video games will probably know the games I'm going to talk about with you. But I've, I pulled up a lot of pictures of video games, and I have years written down. And I want to show you where these same games, where they what they look like when they came out, what they look like when we were playing them, versus their counterparts now. Okay. So you'll probably have a lot of editing to do here to take out some time on me pulling out pictures, but I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, and I will turn this into a YouTube video, too, so that we can post those pictures. We also have a uh, YouTube channel that a lot of our episodes we have on there for cars and vacations, I think. And a few of them, we have some of those and some of your, some of your wife's managing chaos. Got your trip to Vegas. Fun. Can't wait to do something like that again. <laughs> Wear your damn masks, people. What's in this? No kidding. All right, so... <laughs> I'm going to show you some pictures. So okay. this game, can you see it? Yep. That game is The Legend of Zelda. I'm sure you've heard of Zelda. Yeah. This is the original one. I think I've seen this it. This came yeah. out on okay. Nintendo Entertainment Center. So that original Nintendo we had. This came out in 1986. So the year I was born, 34 okay. years ago. Okay. Now. I, I see in the corner of the picture, I see your little baby hand Holding them. My little baby. Yeah, this game's as old as I am. So now I'm going to show you the in-between. So this is Zelda Ocarina of Time, which is one of the most popular games in history. This came out on the Nintendo 64. This is 1998, so 12 years difference in those two games. 
which is kind of mind-blowing in itself. There's two systems between there. So it went Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and then this is Nintendo 64. Timeline-wise, I was playing that when I was probably about 12, 13. And then this is what the most current game looks like. This is called Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> A little bit of difference. A little bit of difference, right? And the most mind-blowing part about this is that game that you're looking at right now, Breath of the Wild, that's a handheld video game. That's a game that I can play in my car. Wow. And what it's showing for those not on YouTube is the first ones was just very basic block graphics. This looks like a movie. Yeah, this is a whole open world game. It's just mind-blowing the difference that that game's made. And then this is a game that you've probably never played, but I'm sure you're familiar with and everybody else is because it's one of the most popular games in the world. Do you have any idea what game that is? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, um, um... Give me the name of it, but you've played a lot of that uh, chasing and beating up people and That's hookers. Grand and Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Yes, I couldn't think of the name of it. Yes. So that is... I, I've watched you play a lot. <laughs> you got to watch me beat up a lot of hookers. We're going to show you the parenting the fail game. here because this is a 1997 game. So if you do the math, that means I was 11 when he was watching me beat up these hookers. Yeah. <laughs> so just like you learning to solder, how it helped you, the beating up the hookers thing... How'd that help you in life? Well, it taught me how to run from the cops afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I was staring you down a whole different path. So that's 1997 Grand Theft Auto. And now this is one of the most popular, most successful games in history. This is Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah. And it just looks like a movie again. Which even this came out seven years ago. This was 2013. Yeah. You know, I, I like what it says on there. It's a picture of a car. And looks like a Mercedes, the back end. And underneath it says, well, I applaud you, Pop. <laughs> so thank you. I'm glad that's the picture that you picked. <laughs> I got a couple more for you. So another super popular one that everybody's heard of is Doom. This is mm -hmm. more in the computer oh, yeah. gaming, right? Yep. This is the original Doom. This came out in wow. 1993. It looks as if you took a picture and zoomed in too far on it. Yeah, like you took a picture pixelated. on a bad camera and zoomed way in. Yeah. I mean, you can tell what's going on, but it's ugly. It took me a minute just looking at it. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is the newest Doom that came out this year. This is called Doom Eternal, and this is 2020. Looks like a movie. That, a little know, bit different, right? The new, the, new, the new Lost in Space movie or something, you know? Yeah. And all these have guns, so what life lessons did it teach hey, you? Zelda didn't have guns. Oh, okay. All Zelda right. had sharp swords. Oh, okay. All right, I got two more to show you, and the last one will end us on VR. And I think that's the most mind-blowing one to me. So this next one, I actually got three pictures for this one because this game's been remade. So this is Resident Evil. I'm sure you've heard of that because it's a big movie franchise yep. now. It's been yep. around for years. So this is Resident Evil 1996. And graphics aren't too bad on that. doesn't look horrible. No, not horrible. I mean, this is a age where um, console games were starting to touch a little more like computers. Like, I think the backgrounds in this game look a lot more like you were talking about Queen's Quest type of thing. If you remember on that, yep. the backgrounds were stationary and just your characters moved. That's mm -hmm. kind of how this okay. was. Like if you, When you were playing in this, what you're seeing, if anybody's played Resident Evil, um, that first, when you first enter the mansion, which is the main part of the game, that whole mansion background never moved. That was just kind of like a photo. And then your characters were the only things moving. So that game, that was 1996. And then I was actually able to find the same exact scene from the remake of it. Oh, yeah. The graphics are way, way better. Now, 
did the background still stay on that? I believe it did. Um, so this was actually a remake, but even this remake came out in 2002. So this picture is 18 okay. years old. Yeah, and what's different with the graphics from the one previous that you just showed me is they're standing on a marble floor, and it, it's even showing reflections and lighting, shadows, right on the floor and everything. It's a whole new game. And what's crazy about this is, again, this is the remake from 2002. These two pictures were only six years apart. So now, that was the remake of Resident Evil 1, and now I got some pictures from the newest one, which is Resident Evil 7. <laughs> and another one, too, and this is actually a... Oh, I thought you were showing me your home. Oh, no. <laughs> well, this, uh, this just... one's a picture of my home. Don't go downstairs. So this is a ghostly zombie lady crawling up the stairs at you. Now, this one was a regular game, but they actually put out a VR patch. So you could play this game in VR, which is <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, I was going to say that would be definitely be terrifying. I've got the VR version, and I think I'm about an hour into the game because I can only handle it for a few minutes at a time. It's bad. Because <laughs> you're scared. <laughs> and then this VR version came out a couple years ago. So, And then... Now, this is a big one. So this is called Half-Life. I don't know if you've ever heard of this game. This was a I've heard of it. PC game, which is one of the biggest PC games of all time. And then Half-Life 2 is probably the biggest PC game of all time. But this is Half-Life. This came out in 1998, so about 22 years ago. And then they just recently released this year, 2020, a game called Half-Life Alex, which would be the third one in the timeline. And that is VR. Okay, so showing pictures of your hands out front saying, don't shoot me. Yep. And some guys with some helmets and everything on. So with it being VR... Would those be your actual hands? If you held up your hands, is that what you're seeing? Is... Yep. And it's crazy. So the VR controllers actually know, they feel where your fingers are. So like in this game, if that those are my hands, I could put down two fingers if I wanted. Like it's, it's insane, the level of detail. And in this game, the entire game is a virtual reality game. And it is mind-blowing. So like imagine you're shooting a pistol, right? And so you have your pistol in your right hand, you run out of ammo, there's a button you have to hit on your right controller that drops the clip out. You have to reach behind your, with your left hand in the backpack to grab a clip. I don't know if you can see my hands, but you have to pop the clip in yep. and then rack it before you can start shooting again. Yep. It's just insanity. So yeah, I just thought that would be fun to kind of show you some pictures of then and now. And then Absolutely. thinking about what is this going to look like in 20 more years. Yeah, well... And just mention that, you know, I do work for a school district and at the last board meeting, they were doing a demonstration on e-sports for high schoolers. Yeah. E-sports. Yeah. Don't have to go on the gym. Don't have to do pull-ups. No, this is a different age of gaming for sure. Like when I was a kid, I mean, you guys were never too hard on me. I could play some video games, but there were parents like, you're wasting your life. You can't play video games, blah, 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 blah. But people are making crazy money playing video games these days uh, like you said esports is a big thing they have giant competitions but even aside from that streaming like streaming is the new video game thing you don't have to be a world champion gamer to stream stream games now you can be entertaining right like even the new playstation 5 has it set up that you can buy a camera to go with it that you can stream right from the playstation 5 and when you're streaming it you can Everybody can see the game you're playing, and then there's the little picture of you down in the bottom, so you can be entertainment. And then people are making careers out of that. So just, you're playing video games <laughs> anyways, be funny at the same time, and make a million dollars. It's just a different world at this point. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Well, I definitely say they came a long ways, huh? Yeah. And again, like I said, my <laughs> head is always in where does it go from here? It's just going to be insanity. I want to show you a couple more pictures and then talk about one more thing. So that game we were talking about at the very beginning, I, I just showed you a bunch of then and now photos. Um, the game we were talking about in the beginning was Cyberpunk. And I have a couple screenshots of that just to show you. Mm-hmm. This is the newest and best game. <laughs> so, got a mohawk, blue mohawk, and tattoo-style shirts. I think that's on the shirts. Uh, punk rock guy, cars. Uh, he looks futuristic, but the cars are old. Yeah, so it's 2077, so this is supposed to take place about 60 years from now. Other picture. And this one is a girl with green hair. And, and that's a big thing, is the girl's uh, cosplay or something, right? Is that what it's called? Isn't that part of the games? I think that's a subculture of fans. You know, people that get dressed up as their favorite comic book characters or video game characters or movie characters and going to uh, conventions and stuff like that. You don't go to them? I've been to a couple comic book conventions. Never dressed up. But if you did, who would you be? Ooh. I don't know. I think it depends on the convention. If it's a comic book convention, probably it's got to be one of the X-Men, I'm sure. I, I don't fit the body type okay. of a Spider-Man. What about Hulk? I'm closer to the Hulk than Spider-Man. Your size, but... <laughs> one last thing that I wanted to go over. I got this nifty little chart about inflation in video games. I think video games these days get a bad rap about the expense of video games. And how much money mm-hmm. you drop into them and whatnot. So I have this list that I found from 1977 to 2013. So it goes from the Atari to the Xbox One. And it talks about the price of those consoles when they came out versus what they are with inflation. So we already mentioned the Atari, right? Came out 1977, $200 original price, which with inflation is $796, an $800 console. Go forward a little bit through time here. I have the PlayStation 2 when it came out, 2000, cost $300 at retail. With inflation, 395, so $400. PlayStation 3 is a big one when it came out was $500, and with inflation that was 567. And then the current systems that are coming out, now they're coming out in w- different models. So like the PlayStation 5 they have two different versions. They have one that has a disc, and they have one that is digital. Because now any game that comes out, you can buy a digital version of. And the digital version is only $400. So if you look back through time, at $400, that's one of the most more reasonable priced video game consoles that have come out when you compare inflation. And even at $500, if you go back to the, the systems that were coming out in the 90s, do you see that one right there, the 3DO? That with inflation cost $1,095. So I got a question. Let's see, there's probably 24 systems up yep, there. 24. How many of those out of the 24 have you had? I've had 16 of them. <laughs> so if you start in, at the original PlayStation in 1995, do you see that one? Mm-hmm. For 446, yep. the gray one? Yep. I've had every one of them past that. So where do you think the future of gaming is going to be? We just covered close to 50 years of gaming. 50 years from now, what do you think your and your kids' podcast is going to be talking about? It's got to be VR at that point. I don't think VR is going away. I think a lot of people think it's a niche because they want to look at how much it costs. But VR is actively getting cheaper also. Now they have what's called an Oculus Quest that is literally the same VR headset I have for my computer. But it can run by itself. So it's $300, I think, 
and you can walk into Walmart, spend $300, and you can play the same VR games I'm playing on my computer. I don't think it replaces the console quite yet. I don't think you're going to find anybody that would just have a VR system. And I think that's why it's looked at as expensive because you can get into it for 300 bucks, but then if you pair it with a $400 PlayStation, yeah, that's expensive. But I think we're going to get to a point where a lot of these AAA titles you're finding in VR. So it, it's just going to find its way into the market. And it's slowly doing that. Like PlayStation 4 had a PlayStation VR unit that went along with it. That's one that you played. So they're trying to get it a little more mainstream, but I think it's just going to continue to go in that direction. If you look at the VR games that have just come out in the last couple of years from where it started at, it's just night and day. And the fact that you can play full-on VR games now, like Half-Life Alex, I, I think it's got to keep going in that direction because everybody that plays VR is just blown away by it. I think the people that are against VR are ones that just haven't spent time with it. Everybody that I've put a headset on has just been wowed. And I think once they find a way to get it on everybody's head just to see what is possible with it, I think that's the way the future is going to go. And I think from there, it's just about accessibility and what they can do with that. Like, I think when Chalupa's at my age, I think he's going to be playing VR games, but it's not going to look like the VR games I'm playing, right? Where I'm holding a controller in each hand and I have giant goggles on my head. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think he's going to... I think it'll be like sunglasses. Just about like sunglasses. At that point, it might be a chip that you pop into your wrist. You know what I mean? Like, it, technology's changing rapidly. Well, I can see family game night 20 years from now, and this is when I'm living in your home and you're taking care of me and, you know, putting my bib <laughs> on me and feeding me. But I can see you guys doing family game night, and uh, my wonderful grandchildren will be putting sunglasses on my head and playing the game let's scare the crap right. out of grandpa you know make him think it's real well, you're getting close already and even like you joke but wait 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 back up i'm getting close to you having to take care of me or talking about the vr games um <laughs> probably both you you sent me pictures of breakfast this morning so yes yes that bacon will take its toll eventually um yes it will but no you were talking about family game night now right now even if you were to search what are the most popular VR games, one of the most popular VR games is called just called the VR Chat, where it's basically a virtual reality chat room. And if you think about how comfortable everybody's gotten with Zoom through COVID-19 and FaceTiming, I think it's completely realistic to probably think in the next five years, ten years, you'll see people throwing on a VR headset to hang out with their dad, to be 100% honest. Mm -hmm. And even in those VR chat games, there's like pool and darts and you can play euchre you know what i mean like it wouldn't blow my mind mm -hmm. if eventually that is kind of how people hang out i agree well we covered a lot of history in the future yeah now i just need to get you a video game console and we can play some games <laughs> i i could tell that's what you was, where you was headed with that but i'd have to say uh that's probably the end of this episode i would really like people to drop us a line at not at odds gmail.com got an instagram out there don't use it much give us a reason to use it yeah that's true well you said put a youtube video together but when you drop the the episode drop instagram post with a bunch of pictures i will that's way I easier will do that <laughs> so i could say uh when it comes to video games we're not, not at odds. odds see everybody next time Damn it, Boomer. I'm gonna master this game.